0: You are now entering the world of blissful living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson.
1: Hey, hey, hey everyone. It's Rochelle Marie Lawson, known as the queen of feeling fabulous. And you have tapped in to the Blissful Living podcast where we talk about wellness, wisdom, and wealth. And today my guest is um, just an amazingly fabulous woman. But before I let you guys know who she is and what she's all about, we are going to be talking about mm, the wealth pillar, multiple income streams, and who does not want to know more information about how to put more money in your bank account to build your wealth. So while you are, um, you know, thinking about that, be ready because you know my my next thing is I'm gonna say find a place for you to sit where you can be undisturbed for a little bit. Get you something to write with. Get your favorite beverage, and tell the family that you will just take a few minutes for yourself, so that you can get things together. So you could step out and be that brave, bold, and unstoppable woman managing her multiple streams of income. Um, that will create future financial. Uh, wealth for your family. So while you're doing that, let me take care of business. I want to thank our sponsors. The first sponsor, I want to thank Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. They have an amazing amount of information to help you build the pillars of wellness, wisdom, and wealth. And it's all done in a holistic, synergistic manner. Um, so everything is of the essence to build that solid foundation, so that you can last like those ancient pyramids that are still in Egypt today. Solid foundations of wellness, wisdom, and wealth. You can't, you can't, you can't have sustainability if you don't have those solid. In addition, there's some fabulous events that's going to be happening, and you need to be in. If you're a brave, bold, unstoppable woman, think you are, want to be, itching to be, feel feel you need to be, then you need to be in the house. At the Bold Unstoppable Woman Summit's happening in the areas of Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Georgia and San Francisco, California this year. So you want to go to Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U dot com. Check out the information they have as well as what they have to offer you, but also hit the events page so you can get the scoop on how you can be in the house with us as we bring the game of being brave, bold, and unstoppable to a whole nother level and create this movement for us women to come together and just kill it with our synergistic harmony that we're going to empower each other with. Okay. So there you have that. Now, next sponsor is All Day Cable Incorporated, a phenomenal, I say the premier woman owned, minority owned telecommunications installation company in the United States. And the first probably in all of the United States, but definitely the Western region of the United States. They specialize in installation of voice data, fiber optic cabling, basically your whole network distribution, whether you have wireless access points, modems, routers, audio, video speaker, television monitors, whatever it is that helps you to be that, that business, that person that's thriving and you are able to make the right connections when you pick up that um computer and open it up, or you call it on your phone, or you're doing video conferencing, whatever it is, you want to make sure that your connections are right. And All Day Cable Inc. can definitely help you do that. Um, They help small, medium, and large corporations. And they've been in business since 1989, located in the heart of Silicon Valley. So if you have a need, please do not hesitate to reach out to them because uh, they can take care of everything that you need when it comes to telecommunications. Now, you had some time to gather your favorite beverage, find a place to sit, got your paper and your pen so you can write down these nuggets of gold. But let me tell you about the guest today. Her name is Crystal Vernie. And she is a serial womanpreneur. I love that. Author, speaker, business coach, and brand strategist. She owns Divas and Dolls Fitness, a pole and central dance studio, Cirque Central, a central aerial dance brand, Simply She, a coaching and consulting firm. And Crystal Vernie is her personal brand. An engineer by trade, Ooh, I am too. Uh, Crystal knew that she... Crystal knew that entrepreneurship was the ultimate goal early in her professional career. She has always been passionate about empowering women, creating safe space for them to unapologetically be themselves. Very bold, unstoppable ladies and providing the support they need to transform their passion into profit. Crystal encourages others to tap into their genius zones through her signature coaching program, podcast and TV show, The Brand Builder Blueprint trademark. She teaches coaches and consultants how to monetize their expertise and create multiple streams of income so that they can build a profitable and sustainable business. And I told y'all I'm bringing it. I bring it. I've been doing it for almost 14 years. And so Crystal, the queen of Simply She. I just don't you queen, girl. Here, let me <laughs> ask the crown to you. Get your
2: crown. <laughs> keep my yeah. crown on. <laughs>
1: yeah, girl. Um, welcome. Welcome to Blissful Living Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate the opportunity and to be here. So thank you so much. We
1: appreciate you. I mean, I know there's women out there that are doing some amazing things. And I know there's women out there that are struggling. And when it comes to having multiple streams of income, it's very important. I'll tell any woman today, when I was growing up, it was like, oh, and particularly as African-Americans, you know, it's like, oh, get a good education, go to school, go to college, find that man and, you know, get that good government job and stay there and retire from your good government job and you'll be taken care of. That's not a reality. And that wasn't ever a reality for me because I had so much more that I wanted to do. And we all know that you cannot, depend on a man or your significant other for whatever that may be, um, when it comes to managing your money. And it's very important to have multiple streams of income because when one shuts down, the other's open. But if you only have one and that shuts down, guess what? You could end up in the poor house. So I love what you're doing. I love what you're talking about. And I want to jump into, I want to jump into it. So you have four businesses now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: I thought I I was a bad chick. You real bad. (laughs) How do you handle all of them and do it so
2: synergistically? Um, I get this question a lot and I always tell people I didn't start this way. So that's important to note. Um, I started with, uh, my one business. Well, my, well, my story is a little bit longer than that. I've been (laughs) an entrepreneur since I was 16. Um, but I started my my one business, Divas and Dolls Fitness, and I grew that to where it was self-sufficient, and then I started the others. Um, time blocking, time management are like my best friends when it comes to being able to manage all the different um, streams of income that I have and also different types of businesses that I have because two, like, two of each are related, and then they're completely separate. So um, I have to be very um protective of my time as a ceo and really focus on ceo tasks and when um you know a task has grown beyond me i have to delegate it hire a team member and you know make sure that what i've created is duplicatable and sustainable so the business can run whether i'm there or not so um i know i said a lot there but mainly Being very protective of my time, time blocking my time, being very specific and not getting stuck on like one particular task each day is how I manage things day to day.
1: I want to ask you this. Thank you for sharing that. I want to ask you this with regards to um, having those multiple businesses and creating those multiple streams of income. What would you say to a lady or a gentleman listening to us or watching us right now that is thinking about? They want to expand their business empire, but they're not sure that they can or even the first step to do. So you created, um, you know, the first your first business, but you knew there was more in you. Mm-hmm. What was it that allowed you to say, you know what? I've got this business and yes, it's doing great, but I've got other gifts that I want to be able to share and create a business. What what would you say to those that are thinking about it? Um Your words of wisdom.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so um, I always tell people to go towards their zone of genius, don't run away from it. So all the things that you see were already in my wheelhouse. Um, I didn't have to go out and learn a new skill at its core to start my other businesses. And I pulled from my previous experience. So for example, Before I was a full-time entrepreneur, I worked over 13 years as a government contractor. So I had a lot of experience with project management, program management, managing large and complex teams, um, logistics, just a lot of things that you need to be able to actually run a business. So, and I was at the same time was running my business. Um, And so combined with that, transitioning to become a business coach and a brand strategist was a natural Slow. So I tell people, don't go against the grain when it comes to looking for other opportunities when you're first ready to expand. Um, look for things that you could pretty much do seamlessly or you have, a, you have knowledge and expertise and training in to monetize that first. And then you can look for what I like to call passive income streams or investment opportunities where you're not doing the work. Maybe you're just a silent investor like real estate. Maybe you've always wanted to own a restaurant or open a restaurant, but you know nothing about it. That's probably not the industry or I wouldn't go about it that way. I would look for um, uh, what I would what I would consider to be a good investment opportunity to get my feet wet before I went out to go open a restaurant. So just looking at it in terms of like, what do you already know how to do and monetize that particular skill first before going out and trying to learn a new a new skill set? I think that's where entrepreneurs kind of go wrong. They're like, "Oh, this is great. Let me go out and, th- you know, shove out all this money to something that I know absolutely nothing about." Right. Um. So you kind of have to like educate yourself first and determine if that's really a good investment. But I always tell people, monetize your expertise first, and once you've kind of gotten that to a certain point, then it's time to diversify your portfolio.
1: So let me ask you this. You know, what do you say to the people that say, "Well, I have, I have." a few expertises, you know. Um, and I'm I might be, I might have started a tech company or something in that arena, but I, I'm also a great writer or, you know, I'm a great um, fitness coach or whatever it may be, but they have some good some other expertise. What would you say should be the first step once they discover, like, yeah, you know, I've got these expertise and I'm gonna branch off into this next expertise. What would you say would be the first step for them to really step into um, creating that second additional stream of income with their second level of
2: expertise? Yeah. So if you already have a business up and running or you kind of got something self sufficient, hire a mentor or coach. Don't, don't, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. (laughs) Like you've already, like, if you're like me, because i I've built all my brands from scratch. So I know what it's like to struggle, to be up at night, to cry, to be like, why did I do this? Um, you know, I think we all still have those days, but there's no reason to do that when you're on your second, third, fourth, fifth opportunity. Now that you've grown up into grown up in entrepreneurship, the name of the game is how can I do this better and faster? So find a mentor, find a coach that has already been where you are and they're, they're excelling at it. Learn from them so that your trajectory from, you know, zero to six figures or seven figures is a lot shorter um, than it would be if you were trying to do it on your own.
1: I love it. Um, I think one of the best investments that we can make when it comes to, you know, investing in multiple streams of income is investing in ourselves and hiring a coach or expert uh, or a mentor that's already doing things that we strive to do. I mean, I would love, love, love to, you know, get my hands on a mentor uh, that's like Oprah. Oprah, I would love, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody would want Oprah as their mentor, right? But other there's other phenomenal women, Ariana Huffington, um, you know, killing it in the publishing publishing industry. Um, you've got fitness people. you got the lady that created Spanx, you know, that mm-hmm. just created it out of an ideal. Now, you know, her stuff is, I see that stuff in airports internationally. So I love that one of the best things you can do to invest in multiple streams of income is invest in yourself and get a coach or mentor that's doing exactly what you aspire to do. I love that. Now, when it comes to um, branding yourself, which is very, very important, what would you say um, are some good key characteristics that we all need uh, to create those multiple income streams when it comes to our business entities that, are related to
2: branding? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because this is one of my, (laughs) one of my strong suits, my expertise. Um, So I always tell people gone are the days when you can just slap something together and throw it out there and expect that the dollars are going to come rolling in. So um, you're going to either be first to market or you're going to be at a point of differentiation. And so at that point, how are you different from your competitors? How can you corner that particular segment of the market and be better, be different, be noticeable? And if you're using clip art to make your logos and put your pictures together, um, people are gonna question whether or not you can actually do the job. And I know that there are there's chatter in the social media space about like that doesn't matter, but it absolutely does. If you're looking to scale your business to a certain level I mean, I, I'm i a personal attest to this and all the brands that I have people say they literally work with me because I looked legit. Like that still happens. So, you know, you, you have to be able to do the work, but you also have to look the part, especially um, if you're looking to, you know, scale to that six, seven, eight figure level. No one's going to hire somebody where it looks like they kind of cut and paste things and put it together. But I think ultimately starting with your, um, the core values of what your brand is is going to be about. What's your brand's story? Um, You know, why are you doing what you're doing? Um, What's the mission? What's the vision? Um, It's all about creating community and um, having something that people can get behind. So it's not all about the money, but it's also about an impact. And so how does your brand do that for the particular audience that you're serving? Um, Because branding is much more than fonts and logos. So I also want to make that clear. Right, you look and project and communicate a certain way as it relates to your brand, but it's also about how you do the thing that you do your intellectual property, your customer service, the client experience, delivery all of that goes into your brand. So, those are some of the things that I think people should think about when it comes to you know building their brand.
1: I love it, I love it. Um, and I agree, you know, if you look like your grandchild, put your logo together and your colors, um, and then you try to go out there. And it could be you just inexperienced. Um, I would highly suggest that you take Crystal's uh, advice and hire somebody or you know, get somebody that's really strategic in creating uh, a very rich and professional and elegant brand that actually speaks for you and speaks about you. So when people click on it, they see your brand and they're like, okay, yep, like Crystal said, she was the real deal. And somebody liked her branding and, and realized that I like this. It's professional. Let me click and see how I can and do more and work with her. So I love that. Where should entrepreneurs start when it comes to increasing their income streams? And what are some of the examples um, that you have to share with us about doing this?
2: Yeah. So again, your zone of genius when it comes to increasing your income stream. So Typically, and when I work with clients, we look at what their core product or their main product or service is, and we branch out from there. We reverse engineer different Mm -hmm. types of offerings that could be viable for your particular business. So what that means is, let's say you have a graphic design company. We're not going to go out and start offering lawn care services because (laughs) 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 you're laughing. But people... (laughs) Multiple income streams, let me go start a completely different business, a completely different industry. And while that is another income stream, that doesn't make sense for your business today, right now, right. in general. So I tell people to start with whatever their core product is, and then think about all the ways that you can slice, dice, and stack that particular product. So some examples um, of that would be uh, product or service of the most of the most common. So like you're selling an actual product, like... Shampoo, body butter, whatever the case may be, right? Or you have a service, like I said, graphic design. So think about now, what else can we do with that particular skill set? So maybe we have a membership. In the service based example, maybe you have a membership where you're teaching people graphic design. In the product based business, maybe you have a membership where it's just all about the community and people that love the product or how to use it or all the different uses for the product. Or maybe you're teaching master classes on how to do certain things, um, you know, with that product. Um, You could even do affiliate marketing. So maybe there's something that supports your business. I um, I always tell people service-based businesses for affiliate marketing, software is usually the easiest jump because we need that in the online space. So tools that you love, that you use every single day, you can become affiliate for that and earn extra income. Same thing with the product-based model. Maybe it's your, you've made a product or maybe there's some products that, support the product that you're using so now you become an affiliate uh for for those particular products um courses again a great way maybe you've done for graphic design maybe it's how to use canva or do something particular in canva now you got a canva course for the product business maybe it's you know how to wash your hair in two seconds i don't know um these are just these are just some examples of um some different types of income streams you could get with the exact same skill set and not starting like a completely different business. You can invest in things. Um, You can have licenses and royalties, maybe for your particular brand, white label, all these things. And you can do that with service-based or product-based, you can white label. Tony Robbins does that, right? For his brand, you can be a Tony Robbins coach. And that means something to people, you know, in the coaching industry, the personal development industry. Same thing with your product. Um, If you have the shampoo, maybe you, you license that out to, a lot of different stylists, they know they have their own shampoo, you know what I mean? So a lot of different applications, a lot of different ways to earn from what you're already doing. You don't have to have a completely separate business to be able to do that. And that still counts as another income stream.
1: So let me, you mentioned something and um, I don't want to like overstep it because people, you know, we know what it means, but you mentioned the word white label.
2: Mm mm-hmm.
1: Can you share with the listeners exactly what White Label is?
2: Yeah. So White Label is the concept of there's a vendor somewhere that has made a particular product and it's, you know, or service, um, test it, prove the methodology works. And so now what they're doing is they're allowing you to sell that product or service um, with your own branding on it. So like like I said, let, let's take the the product is probably a simpler Uh, way to think about it. But let's say you have someone who makes a hair care line, shampoos, uh, conditioner, and they've made it. It works. You think it's great. But and let's say you're, you know, Sassy Studio 25. So now Sassy Studio 25 can have their own branded shampoo and conditioner and oils and things like that. their salon which makes you look like oh my gosh they have their own shampoo so it immediately like elevates your brand and provides another level of service to your existing clientele so i'm a fan of white labeling when especially when it makes sense in your business i think it it adds a premium factor or elevates the premium factor of your brand
1: i love it thank you for sharing that because um you know i know what it is and you do but there might my people who are like, what is white labeling? What is, what is she talking about? You know, it's like back in the day when Mrs. Fields made her cookies, you know, there were other people that had cookie shops as well. Right. Um, but, you know, um, if in, in comparison to today with white label, she would take those cookies and you and I could have had access to her cookies and right. say, so the queen of and fabulous cookies. This is Crystal Vernay's cookies, you know? And so it allows us to capitalize on an already pretty decent product Mm-hmm. That can add to our arsenal of goodies in our bag of goodies and allow multiple another stream of income to come in. Um when it comes to you know creating multiple streams of income, and if anybody is out there like watching us, listening to us, um when it comes to that, what do you see other than people not staying in their lane, basically? you know, in, in, in creating something that they're they're familiar with, right? Mm-hmm. What you see is another common mistake that people do when they're trying to create multiple streams of income.
2: Um, I think that's the second biggest thing is probably not checking the viability for your own marketplace. Mm-hmm. So you create this product in the blind without doing what I, what I would call market research, meaning literally asking the market, do you want this would you buy it i think at at a certain after a certain level yes there it's always about you there's always going to be some level of experimenting and testing cuz marketing is science it's and it's not an exact science all the time so you are testing things with your audience but i think it becomes important to ask before you create anything new especially in the digital space do you want this do you need it and would you buy it like figuring that out before um before releasing it you got to think and i say this all the time if companies like apple coca cola pepsi amazon um any brand big brand you can think of spend hundreds of millions of dollars with focus groups and research and testing and asking their customer base what do you like about it what don't you like about it do you really need this how do you use it all these different questions before they release a product we can ask our audience just a few simple questions before we release a product. So don't underestimate the importance of actually checking with your community. And in the end, what I found is that they feel a part of the brand or close to the brand even more because you took their suggestion.
1: I love that. You know, so many times um, I know back in the early, early days of being an entrepreneur. Well, we didn't have the computers and stuff, so I'm dating myself. But, you know, um, you would market test by like going maybe door to door to companies Mm -hmm. and and giving them a sample and saying, Hey, this is what I have to offer. Do you mind just checking it out? Seeing if, you know, and they'd be like, Oh, okay, let me check it out. And then you go back and follow up and they're like, you know what? This didn't really work. Or we like this, but not that. That way you're not creating something that you love that nobody else likes or wants. You know what I mean? I love wearing blonde streaks in my hair in the summertime but um, you know, other people being like, well, you like you, blonde strings ain't for me, you know. <laughs> but I, you know, you know what I'm saying? I right. you wearing a crown wearing a crown ain't for me, you know. So why would I buy a crown? You know, um, but I think a lot of people fall into making a lot of mistakes with you know, oh, this was great and putting it in and out there. And then when they don't get the sales and they've invested a lot of money, it becomes Um, something that basically ends up in the trash and they've wasted money, which does not help to create the multiple streams of income. Okay, I got time for one more question. So what are revenue-generating activities and how can entrepreneurs ensure that they are focusing on the things in their business that drives results?
2: Yes, revenue-generating activities. So revenue-generating activities are activities that drive revenue in your business. And it's really key to know and understand what those are. We should not be guessing um, what those are. And in order not to guess, you do have to really be in tune with your your analytics and your numbers and your metrics. So all those fancy reports and dashboards and things that we have in the software that we use, we should be looking at them. And if we don't have them, we need to have a system or solution that supports that so that we can have that view as a CEO in our business to know how our business is doing. I work with my clients to create key performance indicators or KPIs that measure the health of your business. And, you know, revenue is just one KPI that you should look at when it comes to your business, but how you can do this or how you can focus on it is the first thing is you got to identify what your core products or services are. So you got to know your money makers. A lot of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, go based upon feeling we need Mm -hmm. to be going based upon fact okay oh girl uh,
1: say that one more time
2: (laughs) a lot of entrepreneurs do things based upon feelings and we need to be doing things based upon facts okay so numbers don't lie and that's a fact and so when you look at the numbers you might think that your sweet potato pie is selling the best but in (laughs) but in in reality it's the collard greens. I I <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. I was at a restaurant earlier, so that's why. Yeah, girl,
1: girl, you just made me hungry. Now I want some sweet, some collard greens and some sweet potato. But you're right. You're right. Yeah. Finish. Yes. Please finish. Yeah.
2: So you have to identify what your core products and service services are that generate the majority of your revenue, right? So then, once you know that, you know what you need to focus on in order to be able to increase that, because that's the majority of your revenue then looking at like your customer data. So what products and services in addition to your core products are people buying that way you can have a clear understanding of like how often are they doing it and you can tweak your marketing strategies um, based upon this. And then like I always tell my clients to do a cost benefit analysis. So how much does it cost you to deliver that product or service versus how much you're making? So the profit, because sometimes we love to to have certain products, but we're really, the margin is really slim, meaning we're really not profitable. We're just offering it. And so some companies do that because it's a, it's more, it becomes more of a customer service. But you but knowing that is power. Right. Because maybe you don't market that as heavily because it's really not bringing you um, any 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 revenue. Right. Right. Also, um, customer feedback is also extremely important. I mentioned it previously, but just listen to your customer base. They can also provide valuable insight um, about what they want more of. And so that could increase your revenue and then just testing and measuring. Right. So new products, new services, existing products, existing services. Like, how are they doing? How are they doing from last year to this year? Can you see any trends? This all, all this information ultimately helps your business run better. I know it sounds really boring and I personally love this stuff because I'm a numbers girl and a data girl and data geek. So that's how people hire people like me to like be excited about it and explain to you what it means. And so to teach you how to also become excited about it or at least hire somebody that's also that's excited about it and that will help you um, in that capacity. Um, But I think ultimately that's really how you're going to focus on revenue generating activities is just having the knowledge of knowing what's driving the revenue in your business.
1: I love it. And there you have it. There you have it. I have 17 other questions I want to ask you. So I'm happy to bring you back because as soon as you start, I'm like, oh, dang, I want to ask this. I want to ask that. But our time has come. And, um, and so, Crystal, thank you so much for being here and sharing this because I think it's very important information for us entrepreneurs, women and men to understand that. Um, just because you have another great ideal without testing it, without understanding where your revenue is coming from with the products you have, without spending a lot, a lot of money, um, creating something that you feel is really good, but nobody else is feeling it. You know, um, this this can just save you so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of nuggets of gold, words of wisdom. So if anybody wants to reach out and connect with you, how can I do that?
2: Yes, you can connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram at I Simply She, Facebook at I Simply She, YouTube at I Simply She, LinkedIn at Crystal Vernay, and on the web at www.isimplyshe.com. Love it, Crystal
1: Vernay. And I was saying, Vernay, girl, why didn't you correct me?
2: Vernay, we went past it. So I was like, okay, girl, we'll, we'll catch you it. Run. You
1: know, your name is most. <laughs> words we hear in our in our in our world right in our space <laughs> um thank you so much thank you you guys crystal is one of the speakers at the brave bold and unstoppable woman summit and her information will be in the show notes so if you want to get more information you want to connect with crystal you want because we gonna dive deep there um you definitely want to go to blissful living for you and check out where the events are going to be and then also i'm going to drop this on you that we will be having a virtual summit and crystal is going to be one of the guest speakers the virtual summit um the brave bold unstoppable women's virtual summit as we lead into killing it for the rest of this year because you know what we are all more than halfway through this year and it's going by so fast so why not be able to have people like crystal myself, and other brave, bold, and bad, unstoppable women help you to upscale, uplift, empower yourself to be the greatest asset that you can be in your life and for those that you love and care about. So I'm going to lead into thanking our sponsors, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter you.com Again, check them out, go to events and see exactly where the events are happening in the DC, Atlanta, and San Francisco Bay, at Bay Area this year, as well as... Um, just you know, just getting familiar with the with what they have to offer, and then also our other sponsor, All Day Cable Incorporated. Again, if you're a small, medium, or large sized corporation and you need a solid premier telecommunication installation company, you definitely want to reach out to them. Particularly if you're in the western region of the United States, because they are located in the heart of Silicon Valley. And as always, I like to say thank all of you. If you love the show, please subscribe to the show, share with everybody you love and care about because we work on the pillars of wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can have that solid foundation so that your legacy can last like the ancient pyramids or the great pyramids from ancient Egypt um, that are still being seen by millions of people each and every year. So with that being said, thank you all. And I'm wishing you wellness, wisdom, and wealth. So you can create those multiple streams of income and allow that financial legacy to set forth in your life and be there for those that you love and care about. Until next time, this is the Queen of Feeling Fabulous Law, Rochelle Marie Lawson signing off. And I say, have an amazing, fabulous day. Goodbye for now.
0: Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance,
2: and prosperity.